What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday. She is on it. I got the calendar behind she me. She is on it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I love it. Uh, welcome back, everyone. If you listened to the last episode, you would know that we skipped on our favorites that day because we had a special guest. So if you haven't listened to that episode, please go listen to it because it was a hassle and a half. <laughs> And a half. <laughs> and a half and a half. Plus a half plus another half. Uh, the recording got messed up, so we had to re-record the end of it. Whatever. It's a really long episode, and we dive deep into a lot of different topics with Zane, house, childhood, relationship, all of the above. So go listen to it. Check it out. So with that being said, today we are going to do our monthly favorites for the month of July. Are we ready? We're ready. Okay. You're new here. We do three every month. It's a fun little thing that we do. Okay. And we still don't have a jingle. We don't. But that's okay. You love us anyway. Okay. Watch. Oh, wait. What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? (laughs) (laughs) Because we're going to do our gratefuls first. Um, (laughs) I am grateful for my therapist. (gasps) Shout out BetterHelp. (laughs) Oh my god! She's, she she's, hasn't gone. She's helping my noggin, man. Yay! She's helping my noggin. Um, yeah. So shout out to Carol because she is um, she's she's my go to man, oh, and I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. Have so. you used the messaging feature? Um, maybe like once or twice. Okay. Because she's like, oh, I'm going to send you these things. Right. And then she forgot to send them. So I was like, hey, can you send me those things? And then she sent them. Okay. So yes. Um, and at first I didn't want to, cause she was like, oh, I like to do the video. And I'm like, I don't want my face on screen. So she's like, have a phone call. So we, she literally calls me via the app. She literally calls me. So, and it's great because I could talk. I don't have to worry about like, my face being seen, and I love it. What if you? What if she can see your face, but you can't see your face? No. Oh gosh, no. I mean, it's worse if I could see my face, but if no, it's your therapist. What do you? No. Oh, we won't even dive into. Yeah, it. let's okay. not. Okay, what are you grateful you. for, Alyssa? <laughs> I'm grateful for having no extensions. Shout out no extensions out and no the extensions. dark color. I love it. Thank you. I'm living my best life. I had to color it because I'm getting my extensions at the end of August because we have the house closing in September, October-ish. We have a wedding in October to go to and just like, you know, like things coming up that if I got them in when I got my hair out, they would already be grown out by like October. And then I would, you know, then we're trying to save money, you know, mortgage. We don't need to pay for it twice. So we were like, let's get them out. But my roots were quite literally coming in (laughs) blonde, like light blonde. So it just looked really bad. And I was like, I'll just do a color refresh now. So when we install the extensions, it's not that much. You know, she can just do a color matching kind of thing. I don't know the technical terms, but I needed it because my hair was just like looking real rough. And I was like, if I'm going no extensions, I at least want fresh color. So we just did like a quick little color. I don't know exactly what she did, like a tone and a root touch up. I don't know. You're asking the wrong gal, but I've been loving, oh my God, washing my hair last night. I could scratch my head. I could just brush through it. It takes like, literally it took, I put food in the microwave for five minutes and I was finished doing my hair. (laughs) I was finished blow drying my hair. Wow. Yep. So it's really nice. As much as I love my extensions, 
they are amazing. This is just a really nice break because it's been a really long time since I've had no extensions. Like in quarantine. Wow. Yeah. So this has been really, really nice. And I'm just like, oh my God, I have them for like the rest of August. I can have just not have to worry about it. Is my confidence a little lower? Yeah. But like it feels good. I love that for you. Thanks. Thanks so much. That's my grateful. No okay, and what are your favorites? Um, my first favorite is a house show. Zane and I have been on, on our house show kick. <laughs> uh, I've kind of talked about it before, so sorry if this is repetitive, but I'll be quick. It's called First Time Buyer. And it's it was, we already finished it. But <laughs> it's fun because it's 15-minute episodes. It's a little cheesy because it's like funny acting. But um, they show them two houses and they pick one. That's it. But now that that ended, we uh, we splurged a little bit and we got Discovery Plus so that we can watch HGTV because Hulu and Netflix doesn't really have any like Property Brothers, House Hunters, all those shows. They don't really fix her up or like they don't have any of that. So we were like, let's bite the bullet. <laughs> I'm like, even if we only keep it for like two months and then obviously once we move and everything, we're going to be so occupied. We're not going to probably watch anything. Um, but... Yeah, I'm like, even if we just get it for the two months, because Zane and I don't watch things with commercials, so we had to get the one without the commercials. Because <laughs> we could have done, like, if they had, like, two months for 99 cents with commercials, but we were like, no. <laughs> no. So we went with, like, the $7 one. <laughs> Which is like, whatever, it's fine. Anyways, so we started watching more house shows. We're addicted. Uh, now we're watching the more recent episodes of House Hunters, which is similar to the first time buyer. They show them three, and then they pick one. Love it. First time house buyer. First time buyer is on Hulu. Love it. Okay. I love all those shows. Yeah. Um, Especially, sorry, now that we understand more mm -hmm. the price of houses, like now we understand like how much monthly it would be and how much people have to put down or if they're going to, you know, do a first time buyer's program or like all these little like terms and things that would probably just go over my head. Previously, I'd just be like, oh, that's a pretty house. Cool. Now I actually understand it. More and it's interesting, yeah. Right. Which we're gonna do a whole episode on buyer's experience buying a home that's highly requested. Nice. When I did, I put up on our Instagram saying like what kind of topics, like the like home buyer's process, do's and don'ts, stuff like that. So we'll get you guys actually if you want to email in now for when we do that episode. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if that's why because we got a couple of emails. Maybe I. Oh, I put it on our Instagram story. I, I got two emails and I was like, well, you know, about the house episode. I put I'm, it on our story. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so yes, please email in um, your, if you have like a story, if you have like, oh, I wish I knew this, share it with everyone. Um, just general things like tips and tricks. Or if you have any questions for Jerry and I, like send Ooh. it all in. Yeah. How about if you're a realtor Ooh. and you have a little insights for yes. us? That would be awesome too. I'm also kind of scared because like I'm like in the finishing stages so if somebody so tells me something. Not <laughs> <laughs> if somebody tells me something that I like, can't change. No, yeah. it's fine. I'm happy with our process. So yes, if you're a realtor, yeah. send it in. If you're a mortgage broker, send it in. Give us all the dirty secrets and we'll keep all of you anonymous. And we'll share all of our opinions, thoughts, whatever yes. on the yes. home buying process. We because love that. I would have loved to listen to a podcast like that. I'm sure they're out there. I just didn't think to look. Right. But I would love to listen to a podcast like that before buying a home. So I think it would be helpful to a lot of people. Like some people were like, I don't even know where to begin. Like what? How does this even work? 
Right. Like right. literally like starting from ground zero. So beautiful. Send them in agamilpodcast at gmail.com or we'll do a whole episode on it. We love that. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Okay, what's your favorite? Uh, my first favorite also is a show. Um, oh. It's called To Catch a Smuggler. I've watched there are several seasons. They're actually in different countries. It's sort of along the lines of like border control where, you know, they just, they have people that smuggle drugs. And it's just, it's so amazing to me watching. You never love those shows. Huh? You never I love, love those shows. There's a lot yeah, of them, Yeah, huh? there are. Oh, okay. And like the Catch a Smuggler, like, so like say the first one was here and we watched it. it was like in Miami and JFK and like all the big ones, right? And um, it was over and I was like, Stan. Yeah. And uh, realizing that they have the same series, but they have it like in Peru and they have it in Italy and they have it here. So it's crazy to watch all these different like how they just know, you know, like how yeah. they know like that person because of a certain way they button up their shirt. They're like, they must be doing the mummy way. And it's like where they literally strap like just bags of cocaine to their body. And they're like, yeah, we caught it because it's like, it's hot. Why would somebody wear a shirt completely right. bump? But I mean, the way that these people try to traffic and the the drugs so and how they always act so like, oh, I didn't know that was in this. Yeah, somebody must like have my suitcase. And it's <laughs> like, you knew damn well what you were doing. Right. Um, but yeah, I love shit like that. So it's, um, it's been fun for me. Yeah. Entertaining. Like, yeah. very interesting. Because I would never like think to do. And I know like a lot of these and I feel bad for so many people because you could tell that they're just, you know, a lot of these countries have like really bad, bad living conditions. I mean, mm -hmm. aside from poverty, they have gangs that like threaten families. Yeah. It's just a horrible way to live. And yeah. it's like, you're gonna go do this for us. Right, like and they're they like don't have forced, a, you know. Yeah, and they're like, "We'll kill your family if you don't," right. you know. And it's just so sad. And yeah. these people, I mean, we watched a lady yesterday, and she's gonna, if found guilty of all charges, fifteen to twenty five years, oh. and she's got two young girls. And oh. it just broke my heart watching because you yeah. could tell. I mean, some you could tell are just like, whatever. Right, but some of them you could tell are just so genuine, like yeah. they had no choice, yeah. you know, and it. Oof. that's crazy but yeah so that's that's a favorite of mine yeah me and never have been on that kick lately love that um this is a product that maybe a lot of you don't give a shit about but it's a new tanner <laughs> <laughs> okay it's the tanologist one hour express i put it on and i bitch leaves it on all day <laughs> My she's life. like fuck one hour that's my life hack. <laughs> but like even my uh spray tan girl like if i get like a professional spray tan she'll like laugh at me she's like you're the only person that could do that and it'll look good because for some reason my skin is like a sponge i have such dry skin like she'll give me like bodybuilder like dark ass spray tan that on some people would look ridiculous and i'm like no we could go darker like my skin she's like i don't know what's i don't know something about your skin just like doesn't like take to it as well i guess i don't know but this one i'll leave on I'll either wear it all day or sleep in it and then wash it off the next day. And I feel like it's gorgeous. It fades really well. Um, I don't look like alligator skin. Unless I obviously go out in the sun for multiple days in a row and I'm sweating. Then obviously a tanner is going to melt off your body. But uh, I really like like the undertones of this one. I just think it's a really pretty tanner. 
I like the smell of it. It has a color guard, which is really important because when you put it on, you want to see where the spots that you missed and stuff. Because uh, some tanners I've tried, you just can't even tell where you put it. And then you wake up and you're like, fuck, I missed a whole half of my calf, <laughs> you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, I really like this one. It's a foaming one. It's like a mousse kind of consistency. So I like it. And it it dries really well. You don't feel super sticky. That's also a bad factor when you feel like ugh, like nasty, like it's not never dries. But I use the... Burt's Bees uh, baby powder to set the tan too. So that's also a good factor. But yeah, uh-huh. Tanologist, I'll put it on our Amazon store. That's where I got it. Tanologist, one hour express. And I get it in the darkest shade that it comes. Very exciting stuff there. Go it ahead. is. Well, I don't know. My next one, I think I'm going to actually top you. Really? Yeah. Is it apples? It's cherries. <laughs> Even kidding you, Alyssa. <laughs> Wait, I only said that because was was it not your favorite ones? Apple, yes, or cabbage, Both. cabbage, <laughs> apples. It literally is cherries, guys. Uh, listen, <laughs> well, I I've always loved cherries, but I've never like bought cherries because they're usually so bitter or it's hard to get a good batch (laughs) first of all i'm embarrassed to say oh should i even say it no i i went to the groceries what i spent 21 dollars on cherries the other day geraldine (laughs) what do you mean wait we need to dive into this this is so unlike you i wouldn't even spend i wouldn't spend five dollars on cherries but that's another story 21 dollars on cherries because they're just so good they're so sweet this year they're so talk to me how did that happen delicious is it like a five pound bag (laughs) because it's like five dollars a bit a pound and i was like "Hmm." maybe a pound and I got two bags but it was not a pound it was like five pounds but then I had a sale so but one and a half of the bags are gone already I mean ever and I have been just eating them and they're you so know, good I mean they do have really good um vitamins and stuff for you yeah. so like yeah some but people say that money can't buy happiness and I disagree yeah Although, I mean, I had, no, I had you. buyer's remorse immediately. I was like, this got to be wrong. And then I'm like, they're lying. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Did you pull a Karen in the store? No, oh. but I pulled a Karen when I got home because I had to whip out my scale and make sure they didn't <laughs> rip me off. I was no, like, I'll, wa- I'll march my ass right up in there. And then I'm like, I did it. I did. And then I'm like, what would I do? They're going to say, well, you could have eaten them when you left the store. <laughs> But I, I felt like I was robbed. Yeah? Yeah. But the but last few days, them. you've been enjoying cherries. I am. So. I am. And I have to tell you that, like, you know, I usually have coffee in the morning and then I'll have dinner. Right? There's just nothing else in between. I mean, now I'll grab a couple of cherries. But Aaliyah's been on my ass. She's like, That's Ma, terrible. it's terrible for your metabolism. You have to eat. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yesterday morning, I'm like, I'm going to eat. <laughs> So I make myself eggs and I put it in a little wrap, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm pushing the wrap down on my frying pan to get a nice little crisp to it. Mm -hmm. And I burn my damn wrist. You're like, this is why I don't fucking cook. (laughs) So Aaliyah came home from work yesterday. She's like, how was your day? Had a shitty day. That just started it off. But I'm like, this is why I don't eat, okay? (laughs) It's why I don't eat. This would not have happened with just my cup of coffee. I burned myself. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, so I had my little eggs yesterday and a few cherries. And then, like, later on, I had a few more cherries. So, you know, yeah. So my cherries are making me happy. There you go. After my buyer's remorse. They bring a little joy. Think, think of it of how many days they're going to last you and how many dollars per day. That'll make you feel better about it. Oh, no. One and a half bag was gone in two days. That, okay. That's so five, ten, fifteen. <gasps> no, I just like can't six, think about it's like it. Like six dollars a oh, day. That's, that's way too much. <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wait, I'll, I'll help you. I'll help make you feel better, okay? So we went. I went to Lidl, and they had Zane and I's favorite ice cream sandwiches, the Nestle chocolate chip cookie ice cream sandwiches. Zane and I fiend over these ice cream sandwiches, okay? They're like our guilty pleasure. They're so fucking good. Right, so... I come home because I had dropped them off, went out, whatever. I come home. The box was open. Zane had one, right? So our freezer was a little full. So I go to empty the box and put them away in the freezer individually because they're individually wrapped. Right. I open the box. I have a picture of it. There's one of them. supposed to come with seven. One of them. So I count it, right? I'm like, okay, there's six here. But one of the six had like this much of a sandwich left, like a tiny little piece, right? And the plastic was like broken open, but it didn't look like somebody bit it. It looked like melted and mushed in the open package. Really bizarre, right? So I walked into Zane's office. I was like, did you eat an ice cream sandwich? He's like, yeah. I'm like, was the box sealed? He's like, yeah. I'm like, did you do this? He's like, no. What the fuck? And I was like, okay, so then it had to be like a factory thing. Like if the box was sealed, right? Like a factory mess up? Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, but I got, I got. Uh, Wait, so but he I got had messed one. out of a. He ate one, but there was still one that was messed up. Oh, I thought that so, one extra little thing was a bonus. Yeah, no, we no. got scammed out of an ice cream sandwich. <sighs> yeah, see that blows. But I ate it. Okay, so maybe not. I ate the little chunk of it. <laughs> okay, I was like, <laughs> if the box was sealed, it's fine, right? <laughs> I was like, perfect. I don't have to eat a whole one right now. <laughs> okay, let me just. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I would have did the same thing. I'm not gonna lie. You would have? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Why not? And like you met you fucking scammed me out of an ice cream sandwich. I'm gonna at least eat this little bite of yeah, it. Yeah, of course I would. But I'm not also not gonna go back to Lidl and like ask for another ice cream sandwich. <laughs> so like what am I gonna do? I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> Can I show you the picture of it? Show me the picture. My of dad it. was like, "Go back to Lidl," because <laughs> we went we went to the grocery store together. He's like, "Go back to Lidl, <laughs> bring that back." I was like, yeah, "Okay, dad, <laughs> sure, I will, totally." I mean, that is where I got my my cherries too last time. So you paid twenty one dollars for cherries at Lidl? Oh God, yeah. Hold on, I gotta find this picture right here. Oh wait. Oh no! Like, what is that? No. What happened? No, no. I, I, I'm not, I and then I'm also so like disappointed. But then I'm also like, was Zane paying attention when he opened the box? Like, was it sealed? And now am I gonna get like a disease or something? 
It's like, no, you have a very strong immunity, Alyssa. That's you're true. Good. That's you're true. Good. I'll be fine. You're good. It was a couple days ago. I would have been down for <laughs> the count by now. <laughs> oh, so that's my ice cream sandwich debacle. Okay. Next. No, you go, no? No, I did my cherries. Oh, your cherries. Okay. Um, my last one is sorry guys. I didn't I didn't really buy this that much this month because we got a house, so we really <laughs> cut back. <laughs> but I did go to a Broadway show because I got free tickets. <laughs> okay, what'd you I'm say? I'm going to another one tonight too. Wait, is that is that what you is that your third? This is my third. Okay, and uh I already talked about it on the podcast. Fuck, I did. Oh my god, terrible. So boring of me. It's called Between the Lines. It's a show that I talked about, the girl with the book. Yes. I talked about it on the podcast. Okay, yes. you t- tell your third. I'm going to think of another one. Okay, uh, my third is my new fancy Alienware computer laptop. <laughs> I was like, what the I guess you guys also know that my laptop took a shit because my cat fucking jumped out of my arms into my coffee cup and took a shit. And then oh, Prime, Prime, Prime Day was there, and I literally bought it. Like, I bought it. Like, Zane and I went over it, and... Put it in my cart and I bought it. And then Zane was like, Yo, Ma, cancel it because I have this whole big thing. So he has this big whole thing that he is lending me for a really, really long time because I won't let him just give it to me. Um, but it's really oh cute. And it has, God. look, it has a little alien right here. I love it. it it's, 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 um, and bonus, I get a workout too because this shit is so heavy. Um, but it's, it's a great computer. So I'm excited. Yeah, so that's my third. I thought of two more. Ooh. Okay. Look at you with your hair tossing today. Love it. It's just so light, you know? <laughs> just, I, can't, I can't do it now. Uh, yeah, you just run your hands through it. And... <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Um, we have to be careful because I can pull a lot of my hair out and I have no hair. <laughs> um, first, of all, first one, hello, is a plug. So, Wait, what? It's like a, I like I'm plugging myself, oh. so I'm not going to count it that much. But I posted a new recipe on Gotta Be Good. It's a taco salad. It's really easy and it's really delicious. Mm-hmm. It's got Doritos, mm-hmm. Doritos in it. We love Doritos. Cheddar cheese, ground beef, corn, lettuce, uh, ranch dressing, scallions. Mm-hmm. It's very easy and it's very delicious. So that's been a fave. That's yum. Go check it out. Gotta be good.net. Okay. Okay. My other one is Brooklinen hand towels. So Zane and I, there's like this pack at Walmart for like $6 for like these just plain white towels. Mm-hmm. That's always what we've used. We got blessed. Brooklinen gifted me with some towels, not sponsored. But w- drying our hands on this towel. Have you used it? Because you used the bathroom the other day. You're like, I don't remember. It's just like a nice, thick, plush towel to dry your hands on. It just feels luxurious. And I, Zane and I are obsessed. And they gave us a floor towel, too. It's like, you know, when you get out of the shower. shower. Oh, it's so plush on your feet. I love them. (laughs) I think my my coat still works. (laughs) I think my coat still works, too, if you guys want. I'll try to put it down below. Okay. Is that all of our favorites? No, you have one more. No, my computer was the oh, third. Oh, shit, the computer. Wow. You know, so you got some cherries, some self-tana, some, a couple of shows to watch. Big variety here yeah. today. Some fluffy towels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love it. Hopefully my code still works for you guys. If not, actually, I'll, te- I'll text my manager and make sure that it works. If not, I'll try to get a new code for you guys. 
Ooh. Fun. So what are we doing today, Alyssa? <laughs> Go ahead, take over. Will ya? <laughs> Uh, we're gonna go into some advice today it's been a minute but we're back gonna go so eat some do some emails better we're ready than ever what's the saying uh we're clueless good yes clueless (laughs) okay so first one hi jerry and Alyssa. uh i don't (laughs) know She said, I don't know how to make the font bigger. So I apologize, girl. It's perfect. Um, So I became single as of September 2021 and started to online date a few weeks later. I ended a four-year toxic and abusive relationship. I met this guy, Josh, in October 2021. We went on two dates and we hit it off immediately. He was the second guy I ever slept with. I'm 24, by the way. Aquarius baby, February 11th. Yes. (laughs) Anyways, there were some things I didn't like about him and I wasn't ready to just hook up with people and I ghosted him. Fast forward to February of 2022. I ended a four month um, friends with benefits and uh, don't get me started on that asshole. I was swiping on Bumble and saw that Josh had swiped on me. So I said, hey, let's see if he will call me out for ghosting him. Uh, He was supposed to just be a rebound. We ended up texting again, hanging out and sleeping together. We have been seeing each other every other weekend. I mean, every weekend for three months. I had a conversation with him regarding his lack of consistency in text and not planning dates. I wanted to know what his intentions were. And if I was just a hookup and I let it be clear, I wasn't trying to rush things, but wanted to make sure we were dating each other to see if we could be a thing or not and wanted us to just be 100% open and honest throughout this. He tells me he doesn't have any specific end goals, but maybe once we get to know each other better, it can lead to something. I felt that was a weird comment and it rubbed me the wrong way. He only gave me one flower and snacks after this conversation and hasn't made any real plans, but wants to stay up late when he's at my place and sleep until two o'clock, 2 p.m. every time. I feel like my weekends are wasted and he only texts me back randomly. Sometimes I'll wait 24 hours for a text. I think he's sweet and genuine in person, but I don't feel like I should be having another conversation about the lack of consistency. Is he worth it? Isn't this a red flag? He said his rule with his friends is they respond when they can. Also, he's going back home to visit a quote-unquote friend. Uh, was also an odd comment that I've been feeling weird about him. He said he's only been seeing me for the last three months, and I don't know if I believe that now. He calls me babe, baby, and started kissing me outside of outside goodbye. He met my best friend and her boyfriend for game night and kissed me in front of them, but something feels off. Any tips, advice, please? He's 29 and I'm 24. Run. You think? Yeah. I have differing opinions on this one. Okay. Go right ahead. Oh, but I'm like like devil and angel. So I think on one hand, you've only been dating for three months. You asked him and he said he doesn't have any specific angles, but he just wants to get to know each other and work on your relationship and see what happens naturally. I don't think that that's a bad thing no, to say. That's not bad. On the other hand, if how he is um, 
handling the relationship is not how you want to be handling the relationship moving forward, then he is just not the man for you. Some people just aren't texting all day and aren't communicating all day. They're doing their own thing. I don't know what he does for work, what he does all day. He's just living his life. I mean, life. he sleeps until two, she said. <laughs> on the weekends. On the weekends, yeah. Um, but if he has a full-time job, whatever, he's living his own life. He's not going to text you 24-7. That's just his lifestyle. Would most people agree with it? Probably not. Would some people not give a shit? Probably. That's just uh, preference mm-hmm. in relationship dynamic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's somebody that's not for you. On the other hand... <laughs> I think that when you've only been in a relationship for three months, talking to him about all these uh, things may push him away in feeling like it's too much for him already Mm. because of, I'm not saying wrong or right, either of you. It's just how you guys operate. So that could also be a thing. Uh, The thing about going to visit a friend... um, He's kissing you in in front of your friends... He's getting more in depth with you. I think that you should know more about this friend that he's visiting. I think that's just like a respect thing. Um, Because if he's not telling you who it is, red flag. That's quite obvious. If it was just a friend, you would say who the friend was. You obviously have something to hide. Yes, that's what I feel. Um, So I think that... (laughs) Have another conversation with him, see where he's at, and go from there. I'm seeing some red flags. Yeah, me too. I also don't remember what it's like to be in a relationship only three months in. Yeah. And I don't know at what it's age, like. At this age, right. Because yeah, at, at I don't 15 know or like. 16, it's different. You want to be up each other's ass. When you're the, an adult and you live separate and you're adulting and jobbing 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 (laughs) working it's completely different story yeah i understand that my thing is you took the time to have a conversation and say what was important to you and his lack of consistency is something that was important to you and to make no more effort on the one thing that's really important to you is why i said to run because sure it's not a big deal to some people maybe some people don't need to you know, have a text response immediately or what have you. And maybe that's not a big thing for a lot of people, but you are big on and have mentioned consistency and he seems not to be that. Mm -hmm. So I, for that reason, I was like, run, you know, that reason I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Short take. Um, But yeah, for that reason, you're out. You should be out Um, because I mean, you're so new to a relationship also. And I feel like this is like the honeymoon stage Mm -hmm. where most relationships are. And if you're already feeling like red flaggish, why? That's a red flag. Right. Like, is that a red flag? That's a red flag. That's a red flag. (laughs) Uh, She's red flagging the red flags. We're red flagging the red flag. (laughs) I mean, yeah, Zane and I just touched on it in the last episode. Like, some people just have a different relationship dynamic and expectations that they want out of their partner. And you guys just sound like you're not lining up. Right. You want more communication. He doesn't care for more, more communication. He's like, oh, we see each other on the weekends. What do you mean? Like we text, every, yeah. we text every few days. We, we talk every morning and I don't have to text you until the next day. You know, like I checked in with you and made sure you were doing OK, you know. But right. Some so if you're somebody who needs more. Then he's not for you. That provides yeah. that. Yeah, and I'm not trying to knock him. I'm not saying right. he's doing anything bad. I'm yeah. just saying that it's just different. Yeah, yeah. but like, uh, also check in on him. Like with that friend. Like, what's going on there? 
I don't know about that. Desperately need advice. Hi, Liz and Mama Jerry. This is going to be something different. I don't think we have ever touched on the podcast before, but it's something that I'm really struggling with and need some advice and positivity in general. My dad got diagnosed with stage four bone cancer my sophomore year in college. That was about five years ago. When he got the diagnosis, it was considered terminal because there is no cure. But the doctor said with chemo and with other treatments that my dad had a good 10 to 15 years left. Best case scenario. Well, fast forward to now. He's done three rounds of chemo, many radiation treatments and different medications and continues to decline. Most recently, he was in the hospital and diagnosed with heart failure and the doctor gave him six months. After he got out of the hospital, he started declining even more and is now on hospice. Uh, I'm so so sorry. sorry. Yeah, This is the hardest thing to go through watching your parents suffer like this. I am only 25 and I have no kids yet. I've been with my boyfriend for five years, but we are not married and I'm really struggling with the fact that my dad won't be here to walk me down the aisle or meet his future grandkids. I guess the question is geared more towards Jerry because she's lost a parent, but how do you cope? It hasn't happened yet, but I find myself uh, crying every day randomly and going through times where I'm super angry and bitter and then sad again. Will it even get easier? I can't even fathom losing him, but at the same time, I feel awful because he's in so much pain, and I can tell that it's really weighing on him. I'm just so scared and sad. I've listened to episodes of the podcast when I when I stayed in the hospital with him for three days, and it really is what got me through. I love you guys, and I appreciate you taking the time to read this and hopefully giving some of your wisdom. Oh my god. Thank you. I've attached some pictures of me and my dad, well, because I love him, and I want to share it with you guys. Also, one more thing, my dad got a butterfly tattoo when he was in college, and I ended up getting a matching one with him a couple years ago. Since he has started declining, I have been seeing butterflies everywhere. He told me when he passes that he will come and see me in the form of a butterfly. I say that with my grandpa, too. And I really believe that. In a way that this is the universe telling me that he will be okay when he does pass. Anyways, I think a part of me just really wanted to share my dad with you guys and the listeners. He's such an amazing man. And I'm going to miss him so much. My heart is so broken at the thought of losing him. I am so sorry. And I'm hysterical. (laughs) My first thought is I don't know if you want to or you're willing to with your boyfriend. But I would like do a quick like get the documents and have him walking down the aisle. I don't know. I I don't know if that's too much for you, and I'm sorry if that's very overwhelming. But that's what my heart is telling me to tell you to do, and that's what I would do. Is I would do go get those, go get that marriage license, and have a ceremony, even if it's in your backyard with just your parents, even if it's in the living room. Literally, have him be there. That's like, what I would to do. To me, um, that's a hundred percent what I would do. Yeah, and. My mom never got to see my children, and I mean, I'm sure you you know the picture that my kids and Alyssa got me <laughs> with the painting with my mom as an angel over my three kids, and um, I know my mom is there, and it's hard to say, and I'm crying because I can feel your pain. To be honest, it's something I never got over. Obviously, I'm sorry. Um, but um, if you're able to with your boyfriend, 
get married and have him be there. I think um, that'll be a very important moment for you. You could always have a a reception or a bigger thing later if that's what you want. Um, or I think it's special to even just do that. Yeah. No, I do. I think yeah. it's a beautiful, gorgeous thing. But yeah. I'm saying in her mind, if she's always yeah. had that dream right. of a big, like, don't fancy worry reception. About that now. Yeah. Like, you could just have a small, intimate thing with him and your immediate family right now. Um, They've been together for five years with her and her boyfriend. Her and her boyfriend. And if that's your guy's plan, you know? Do it. Do it. And kids, like I said, he will always be there. He already told you he's going to come back as a butterfly. I think you will be so elated if you do that. Yeah. Like, I want to yell at you, like, please do it. But I also don't want to pressure you. But also, like, please do it. I think that you you would be like, I'm so glad that I did that. And I'm so sorry. And we're we're here Ooh. for you. So sorry. We love you. Oh, now I gotta read after that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, advice. <laughs> Perfect. <I> swear. <laughs> Okay, parentheses, very first line. It says, Jerry, I made this font bigger for you just in case you're reading this. Uh, it is. Let's just make sure you don't run off my page. <gasps> you run off my page. Oh, so Alyssa's no. going to have to do it. Thank you for, oh. for trying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay, now, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Your boy. <laughs> oh, it's a, oh, my God, it's from a guy. We got an email from a guy. He's written us before. I Has remember. He? I remember his name. Oh, he uh, said to read that like the song. That's why I sang it. Okay, now, ladies, yeah. Oh, maybe I don't remember the name. Maybe I just remember putting I it in this. Look familiar okay. to me at all. Okay, your boy needs some help. One of my best friends is going back to one of her exes, who is not good for her. Little backstory. We met in 2020 during the pandemic. We were both high school seniors who were attending the same university in the fall. She saw me post the uni- on the university's Instagram page and messaged me. Oh, she saw me posted, so hit him, on the university's Instagram page and messaged me just to make friends. If her parents ask, we met on Zoom class, even though they had very different majors. We instantly hit it off. Only problem being is that we live two and a half hours away from each other. We always texted every day, planning out our plans for the next semester, until they announced that we were not going to be on campus in the fall. It put a damper in plans, but we still remained best friends. When we found out, we made a plan to meet halfway for lunch one day, and we both bring some friends. We all went to Olive Garden, and it was buzzing. Since then, (laughs) I've gone down to her house for days at a time to hang out with each other. Her mom is a professor at the university, and... At the university that we went to, and when we found out I couldn't afford to attend that university anymore after COVID kind of settled, we were allowed back on campus. Her mom tried so hard for for her, quote, professor's kid scholarship to extend to me, but the university wouldn't allow it. Her family is even paying for me to go on vacation to the beach with them for a week this summer. Do you get how close we are now and how much her family loves me? Well, here's the problem. She has this ex. We'll call him Rich. 
Her and Rich have been have officially dated twice now. Both her both times have resulted in her bawling her eyes out on multiple occasions because he treats her like absolute dog shit. If he doesn't get his way, he just breaks it off. He only hangs out with other girls. And I hate to be that judgy person, but you can just tell that they aren't just friends. He's constantly gaslighting her. He completely disrespects her family and constantly disrespects me and talks down on me every time she talks about me. I've also never met or even spoken to him. And he has all these negative things to say about me because I'm a gay man. I have told her multiple times that I don't appreciate the way that he talks about me and her family and that she doesn't stick up for any of us. She thinks that he is the best she's ever going to get and is constantly saying that he's just her type. Now he's back in the picture again because he texted her on Instagram saying that he missed her. She broke up with her current boyfriend to go back with him because while her current boyfriend treated her right and was so nice, etc., he just wasn't her type. Rich is her type, but treats everyone like trash. I do badly want to text her and tell her, but I don't know if I can continue being friends with her. That, I don't know if I can continue being friends with her if she goes back to him. But that's why I'm here. What do you ladies think I should do? Thank you ladies so much for everything you do. You two have made me laugh on my darkest days, and I can't thank you enough for that. Lots of love. Thank you. You are so sweet. Oh my God, I have pictures of cats. can I? I love you. Pictures of cats. Okay. Can I just tell you that the fact that you're writing in over concern over a friend of yours is, is so, so sweet. That's like you're you're a very kind person to take the time mm-hmm. and worry about a friend and write into us. Like, Honestly, I'd be sweet. worried about the same thing too. Of like, what the fuck do I do? I would talk to my friend because he sounds terrible. He's homophobic. He's disrespectful. He gaslights her. He's rude to her family. He's rude to you. She needs to wake up and see what is happening. But he's her type. So what does type mean? Is like she looking for a homophobic? Like, right, is that, that's your type? Like somebody who treats you like shit and yeah. makes you bowl your eyes out? Like make her listen to this. Like what is your type? Because apparently your type, quote unquote type, isn't working out for you. Right. So maybe you need to switch your mindset. Ha- having somebody that, like your ex that you just broke up with, to go back out with this guy who treats you like shit, he cared for you. He was nice to you and everything else. So what is what exactly is your type? Like, what do you mean? Is it a physical thing? Is he physically not um, what you're expecting? Like, I would love to know her definition of type. Mm-hmm. Because if it is physical, it's like, are you kidding me? So you'd rather somebody who's maybe not... Go find somebody that is physically your type that's a nice person. Well, of course, that too. <laughs> but why would you break up some- with somebody who is treating you like every other way to go back out with somebody who is mentally and just j- just a piece of shit? I mean, honestly, he's just a piece of shit. And you're lucky to have a f- friend like the guy who wrote in caring enough about you to write in here's my advice to you i wouldn't text her you wouldn't no i would talk in person oh okay yeah <laughs> i'm like how uh, do you not? i would let her know i would say listen this is really hard to watch um he said he's talked to her about it okay i've talked to you about this nothing has changed you're not sticking up for anybody this just isn't a friendship that i really want to be in anymore unless things change yeah, because, because why? now you don't deserve. Right. You don't de- you deserve a friend who will stick up for you no matter what and be loyal to you 
no matter what. And she is not doing that for you. So if you have the conversation of, listen, I'm leaving if if things don't change and nothing still changes, then she is not the friend for you. Period. Yeah. That's it. It's That would just prove that you're a much better friend to her than she is to you. That just shows her character. Mm-hmm. And like people like her that are in that situation, she's going to wake up one day and realize it. And then by and that maybe, time, you'll be long gone. Well, maybe, you know, like people that are so stuck in their ways like that, they can hear it from everyone under the sun and just not believe it. And maybe they need to hear it from one specific person. I don't know who that person would be. But sometimes, you know, advice from someone else rather than your close friends and family, you take a little bit more seriously, like from an outside perspective. So maybe that needs to happen. Maybe she's something, you know, she just needs to wake up one day and realize it. I don't know. So, so just understand that she might not listen to you mm-hmm. and she might not, you know, understand it. Um, but then she's just your your guys are on a different path right now and you're not meant for each other right now. If she can't comprehend that. Mm-hmm. And that's it. There's something that he mentioned about her being the best that she can get. And I remember being in two of my previous relationships thinking like that was the best I was going to get. So I hung on to it and really believed that that was the best I was going to get. Partially because they put that in my face. They made me, they said it and made me believe that. So maybe that's a little bit of what's going on here. Um, But I would tell her just from that comment alone, maybe she needs to stop and love her first self first, get in a relationship with herself and learn what she's going to tolerate, not tolerate, and um, go from there. Because for her to think that he's the best that she's going to get, and you're saying that the guy that she just broke up with is so much better, like treated her so much better, she needs to, um, yeah, work on loving herself and really, yeah, not settling. Don't settle, you know? And going off what Alyssa said about, like, just because you say this to her, it might not have no effect at all. Um, I, in my previous relationship, everybody told me. And it took me, it took me to, you know, like I didn't hear what everybody was saying. Exactly. Like I made excuses. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're not seeing the other parts. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, it took me to wake up that day, one day and realize mm-hmm. like, hey, I do deserve better. Yep. And I'm worthy of better. So I think what Alyssa was saying about like whether she needs to hear it from a specific person or just learn it for herself. Mm -hmm. I think that's unfortunately usually the way people it happens. Yeah. You know, Um, but I definitely like Alyssa said, have a conversation with her. Let her listen to this and understand that. Don't settle, you know, don't settle. And I think you're a fucking hell of a friend for writing into us and caring so much about her. Good luck. Yeah. Okay, friend advice. Hey, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Love the podcast so much and knew I needed to write in for advice. So let's start from the beginning. I've played club volleyball since I was 10 years old and met so many friends through this. I'm now 21 and playing college just for ref- just for reference. When I was 12, I met this girl, Sally, and we instantly clicked and became best friends. We would go away to tournaments together, and even when we were 17, we went to Atlantis in the Bahamas together. We were like sisters, and 
We were like sisters, and I became so close with her family, especially her grandma. Well, let's get back into last year. In August, we went to go see her boyfriend at a college not too far away, and she wanted me to go with her so to feel more comfortable. Keep in mind, we knew everything about each other and did everything. Well, once we got there, it was fun. We all hung out. I ended up meeting a cute boy that was one of Sally's boyfriend's friends. Well, we ended up going out that night, and let's say I got a little too drunk. Everyone knows that I'm crazy and outgoing, and the college I go to is a crazy party college. Well, I guess this place was not. The next morning, I woke up, and she yelled at me, saying I was so embarrassing in front of her boyfriend. She ended up taking me home in the car. I just kept quiet as her boyfriend was with us, and I never thought he liked me because she would hang out with me just as much as him. We didn't talk the rest of the day, and then the next day, I knew I should probably apologize. I ended up being busy with my grandma. By that night, she texted me a long, mean message about how I didn't apologize and was crazy and immature and a bitch. I really was caught off guard as we were best friends and have fought so many times, and we always just give each other a day or two and are back to normal. I explained to her, and she said, I just don't want to apologize and a bunch of other mean things. Well, I try to say I wanted to and just let a a day of rest, let it rest a day or two. So we didn't have anything to say. So we didn't say anything we didn't mean. I did apologize, and she never answered. In fact, that night she posted on her private snap story of her drinking a margarita with the caption, "When, when you could drink without being crazy. Wow. The next day, I sent her another text apologizing and still no answer. Well, now almost a year later, she still never talked to me. She unfollowed me on Instagram and Snapchat. While this may seem super shocking, when we were around 14, she dropped her other best friend for the same kind of reason, and they were friends since they were two. And now apparently they're all better now that I'm gone. Well, my question is, do I reach out again or give it up and call it a day? I honestly think it had to do with her boyfriend not liking me because I know I wasn't that drunk and crazy because the other boy I I met there still talks to me and said I was just being a funny drunk. My mom has never really liked this girl, but she was my best friend for 10 years. Help. I mean, what do I do? Sorry. Her grandma even called me the other day saying she can't wait to see Until we are friends again. Help. Girl. (laughs) So you got drunk. You embarrassed yourself. You apologized. And she ghosted you. She apologized. She apologized several times. Let her ghost you. Yeah. They should, then you guys just aren't meant to be friends. Maybe she did something that she couldn't handle. She didn't like it. She got really turned off by it. She didn't obviously know how to handle the situation. You guys were fr- friends for 10 years. It should have been a conversation had that, listen, I don't think we're on the right path right now. I don't think we're on the same path, rather. I don't think we're on the same path right now. This isn't really the type of friendship that I'm interested in anymore. Have a conversation about it. Whatever you guys need to do at that point, the fact that she just stopped answering and didn't accept your apology is and very a year. immature. A year has gone by. Yeah, mm. so in my opinion... If I felt like I'm putting myself in your friend's shoes, if I felt like a friend and I were just on a completely different path, you know, whatever, you have a conversation about it, you let her know, I don't think this is good for me right now. 
and then do with that what you will and and you know process the situation from there i don't think that ghosting in the situation of being friends with somebody for 10 years was very appropriate on her end and i think that that's still leaving you obviously with a lot of questions and everything like that i think at this point you just need to let it go let it go let it go just uh accept the fact that the friendship is over and um and you know what? Tip for t- like maybe if she has a fight with this friend that she be unfriended before, she'll come crawling back to you. But you know what? You're going to be a better person mm-hmm. and stronger from what you went through with her. Mm-hmm. That's so sort of like shitty of her to just completely ghost you. Um, I can understand. You know, like yeah. if she was embarrassed by your actions, whatever. She was like, she probably got overwhelmed. She was like, "Whoa, this is not a situation I want to be." That's in. not how you handle it. Right. That's definitely not hand- right. how you handle it. Especially Should have been a since- conversation. And I think you're right. I think it had a lot to do with the boyfriend because the boyfriend didn't like you and, you know, whatever. But the guy who you met that night says you were just a funny drunk. Like, she unfriending you over that is just, it's very immature. And I think it has a lot to do with her boyfriend. And I think you're better off without them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last one. Ready, everyone? Let's dive in. Advice. Why do I feel this way? Hey, ladies. I have a weird dynamic, and I'd love to hear your opinions on it. Okay. So my boyfriend and I have been dating about six and a half years. We live in Florida, and his family lives in New York. My boyfriend's brother has been dating a girl for about four years. Since we haven't lived in New York for any of their relationship, his girlfriend and I never really got close. There's a few younger than us. Oh, there are a few years younger than us, 22 and 24. My boyfriend and I are 26 and 27. We've, of course, spent time with them when we visit, but nothing like a, quote, sister-in-law relationship. There has been some tension between her and I. She's accused me of saying things about her that I never said, so we didn't speak for a while. When all of that happened, she was only 19 or 20, so I chalked it up to maturity. She eventually apologized, but we still weren't talking much. Well, this past March, my boyfriend's brother proposed to her. It wasn't a shock to us because she had told my boyfriend back in December that he was pla- he had told my boyfriend back in December that he was planning to do this. My boyfriend tried to be supportive, but also asked him if he really felt ready. Uh, they both still live with their parents and are fresh out of college. My boyfriend's parents are being supportive, but his mom isn't thrilled that they got engaged before us. She even told me it would it quote should be your wedding we're planning. I don't have resentment or anything towards them or their engagement, but it does sting a little. I'm trying my best to be supportive and she's recently opened up to me more, but it can be a lot sometimes. She was pushing their wedding and engagement things onto me every day until she finally got the hint to give me some space. I walk on eggshells when talking to her uh, to not upset her with anything that I say that could be taken wrong. It can feel like she's not the most genuine sometimes, and she even convinced my boyfriend's brother to get her a different engagement ring than the one that he gave her, but that's a whole nother story. Part of me is sad that she's becoming part of their family legally before me uh, when I've been in the family longer. Alyssa, I feel like this could relate to you, like if Amani got engaged to a girl before you and Zane. I'm not insecure in my relationship. I'm just struggling with understanding why I feel this way. I've been telling, trying to tell myself my time will come and everything happens for a reason, but it's hard to force support. I'm not one to judge a relationship, but it all feels rushed and strange to me. 
hopefully this was enough for y'all to have some input. And I'm sorry if it was long or confusing. Thank you for reading. I, okay. So I do have an opinion. Go. And my opinion isn't that you're not secure in your relationship or that you're jealous of them. I think your concern is a lot deeper and I think it's the fact that you feel like she's not a very genuine person Mm -hmm. and I feel like um, just by her wanting to switch the engagement ring, I think it's a show for her and I think you know that deeply, like in your gut and I think that's why you're having an issue with it, that it's not a very genuine um, sort of thing. And I think maybe the mother knows that too, which is why she said, I, this should be your wedding. I don't think which it's the timing. Which is not very appropriate. No, it's not. Yeah. I agree. But I'm saying that I think they both have a instinctual gut feeling about her because if that situation happened where Amani was dating a girl a couple of years and was going to get engaged before you and Zane got engaged... I don't know if I would say, oh, this should be your wedding that we're planning, Alyssa, if I felt that connection with her. And I think that's what it is. I don't think it's anything about timeline. I don't think it's anything that you're insecure in your relationship or that you feel jealous. I think that you and his mom both feel something is not quite right with their relationship. I agree. I think if Imani was dating somebody that both Jerry and I felt like was ingenuine making a little bit of rude comments just not we felt like in our hearts it was not the right person for Amani. then obviously we're not going to be ex- as excited as we should be if it was somebody we got along with great she fit into the family we really liked her she was a kind person then great. i don't really give a shit <laughs> that's what i'm saying then great i don't yeah i would be happy for Amani because i would love his partner right and That's, I think that makes a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. That's I think what if it you is. were really excited, you loved her, you hung out, you were like a sister-in-law relationship, and you guys had a really awesome bond, I think that this would be exciting for you. Yeah. I think you're just like, I just don't really care for her. I think it's a rushed, um, haphazard sort of thing that's just happening. You know, I mean, maybe she's looking at it competitively. The sister-in-law, maybe she's looking at it like, ha-ha, I got engaged first, yeah. you know? But I think um, I think gut instinct on you and his mom's is what's making you both feel the way you're feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has anything to do with anything else. I totally. think you're fine. I think it has to do with her. I think you're fine. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to thrive with your man because mm-hmm. you guys are taking your time, being adult yeah. about it. Yeah. You know, they're just fresh out of college, both living at home and they're, you know, I don't, listen, some people <laughs> rush into things and it could be great and wonderful and yeah. I'm not saying that theirs will be, well, I mean, won't be, but, um, yeah. Just let it happen. Yeah. Let them do their thing. It Just think of, try to think of it at, like, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. That's out it. of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, let them do their thing. It has nothing to do with you. You get engaged whenever you guys feel like your timeline is right. Mm-hmm. Who cares what they do? Yeah. Try to think of it that way. Like, okay, they're engaged. Cool. Everybody, not everybody, but you know what I mean? Like, everybody gets engaged. Cool. You yeah. know? Like, try not to think of it as like, oh, well, them first. Me first. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? Yeah. Just don't make your wedding on the same damn day. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You know? Exactly. Like, exactly. they're... Like they don't even live together. They're let let them run their course. Mm-hmm. 
And listen, I hope do. for them it works out and yeah. it's great and everything else. But I, yeah, don't, yeah. I think you and your man's got it all the you, way you and your man's is going to be. You, you guys know? are in, on such a different path. You're in such right. a different stage of life. That the In your 20s, one year can make the biggest difference in who a person is and their maturity level and how they operate. Mm-hmm. And I think they just remember that you guys are just on a different path. That's it. Yeah. And you're, like you said, like... Your time will come. Everything happens for a reason. And just try not to overthink it that much. Yeah. Easier said than done. But like, what are you going to do? They're engaged. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, congrats. Okay. Keep it surface level if you need to. Yeah. Uh, her One of her last lines is it's hard to force support. You don't have to force it. Let whatever naturally. I mean, you're going to be a supportive sister-in-law on a few different things. You don't have to dive deep and be like the doting sister-in-law mm-hmm. you know let it come natural what comes natural that's mm-hmm. it yeah it's like friendships not everybody has to be your best friend for life forever right you have certain friends for certain things certain friends at certain levels of closeness and there's nothing wrong with that certain family members you see for christmas and certain ones you see every weekend right right and that's okay it's perfect you don't okay. have to be best friends forever with her you can have conversations when you see her Keep it nice and sweet. If you want to text once in a while, whatever feels right to you is right. Mm-hmm. And maybe it'll blossom into something more as you guys both right. get older. Maybe have a little more of an open mind. Mm-hmm. She just said she apologized or no? Mm-hmm. She's opened up to her more. She eventually apologized. Oh, okay. Yes. Because uh, she accused her of saying things. They didn't speak for a while. And then she eventually apologized. Okay, listen. She's growing. In my eyes, that's, yes, that is foundation for somebody to grow and have good morals and good character. Everybody makes mistakes. It's about what you do after, how you change, how you handle them, how you approach them, and how you own up to them. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like she apologized for her behavior. And maybe, and I'm not trying to like bring you down or anything, but maybe have a little bit more of an open mind to her. See? Mm-hmm. See. See. Thank you guys for listening today. Hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, if you want to support this podcast, there is a link down below. It is $2.99 a month. You will not have to listen to advertisements and you will get our episodes early. So go check that out. And if you could rate us five stars on Spotify, it takes literally a second. That would mean the world to us. And follow us on Instagram at Agamil so you can be a part of future episodes and be notified when a new episode goes up okay Okay, love you bye. bye